deep in the forest, beneath overgrown moss and ivy, hidden away, lies the living library. It's alive. Hello? I'm sorry, this library isn't open to the public, and especially not to kids who all look alike. What are you, three twins? No, no, you'll take up far too much space. What's that? You all have library cards? (sighs) Fine. Three visitors to the library, as if one wasn't bad enough. Careful, your group has far too many arms and legs. Things will get knocked over. How do your parents tell you apart? Ah, you on the left, you have a little bit of dried chocolate on your chin. Once you never wash that off. And you in the middle, well, you're in the middle. And the other one, you're the one who's not those two. I figured it out. No, don't move around. I don't know why any parent in their right mind would have so many kids. There's absolutely no use for them. Unless... Hey, Choco Chin, Midley, and the other one. How good are you at balancing? That's it. Stay steady, Choco Chin. Midley, you climb up on Choco's shoulders. And the other one, you get on top. Now, that's better. One long kid instead of three. Walk over here, please. You can now reach the top shelf of this bookcase. Can you see my bookmark in any of the novels up there? I can't find it. Uh-uh. Uh, maybe it's on a higher shelf. If only there were four of you. I always say, the more the merrier. What? I do so. I was very welcoming. I came over, patted you on the back like this. Uh-uh. Careful, you'll have to pick up all these books now. If only there were five of you. Well, in this particular branch, you'll see you're surrounded with stories on the dangerous and dastardly. Every eerie event in the history of this country, we have the book. What kind of story do you seek? On the balcony of butterflies, we have instruction guides on keeping giant insects. And on the fourth, fifth, and sixth shelves of this book stand... Sure, you can see for yourself, you've knocked them all on the floor. What a mess. Actually, let me guess. You lot are from... Fermanagh. I knew it. Well, I have just the book for you. Follow me into the crumbling conservatory. Now, my marauding mess makers... Let me tell you all about the Kunin Poltergeist and Ireland's trickster spirits. In a deep forest on a mountain near Clogher in County Fermanagh lies the Kunin Ghost House. It's a ruined cottage which still stands despite the passage of time. But it wasn't always such a sad place. In the early 1900s, the Murphy family lived in Kunin Cottage. Oh, I love living here with my husband, Michael, and my eight children. Michael Jr., James, Annie, Mary, Teresa, Bridget, and Catherine. Don't forget Jane. Mm, What's that? Sadly, Michael Murphy was killed in a tragic accident, and Michael Jr. grew up and moved away, leaving the house with no Michaels at all. Oh, it's so sad living here with my seven children, James, Annie, Mary, Teresa, Bridget, and Catherine. 
I'm Jane! Odd things began to happen around the cottage, knocking on the doors and windows, footsteps on the stairs, and pots and pans moving around the room. Once, as Mrs. Murphy threw a sheet over an empty bed, a figure appeared underneath as if she'd thrown it over a person. Two local priests were called for, Father Smith, God bless you, and Father Coyle, make that a double. The priests reported what looked like animal shapes moving about under the blankets of the beds, things being thrown about the place. Strange and frightening noises were heard. That's probably Jane snoring. Now she remembers me. The Murphys had a poltergeist, a supernatural being which likes to cause havoc and is usually drawn to houses with children. When all attempts to remove the wicked spirit failed, the Murphys decided to get on a boat to America. Unfortunately, their poltergeist went with them, causing so much noise the family were nearly thrown off the ship. Luckily, ghosts can't travel over water. The poltergeist soon disappeared, probably heading back to Kunin Cottage. Trouble rising sprites aren't uncommon in Ireland. One of our most famous mythological beasties is the puka. <laughs> a furry, odd-looking little being that loves mischief, like Jane. This is ridiculous! The puka is a shapeshifter. It can appear as a cat, a dog, a hare, even as an older human, but with ears and a tail, of course. Hello, old lady. Can I help you with your shopping? (laughs) You're standing on my tail. No matter what form it takes, its fur is always dark and it has glowing golden eyes. One of its preferred shapes is that of a horse. The puka then stands outside country pubs waiting for a tipsy person to climb aboard. (coughs) Uh, no taxis. I'll just get on this horse. And then the puka takes off at top speed, jumping over fences and flying through the sky before dropping its rider off in a field at dawn. <coughs> this isn't my house. Well, you're not getting a tip. A traditional farming custom when the harvest was being brought in was to leave a few stalks of wheat or some vegetables behind. The puka's share as the last thing you'd want is a hairy little trickster bothering you, like Jane. (laughs) So, there we have it. You're not the only ones to cause a commotion. What's that? You've been well-behaved. Listen, I don't know which of the three of you is to blame for knocking down all the books, so it's best you all scram. Oh, and just in case you were going to tell some of your little friends to pay us a visit, remember, this library isn't for kids. (laughs) 